0: You're listening to Can I Help You with the love master himself, Craig Shoemaker.
1: Hello, everybody. It's Craig Shoemaker, Dr. Craig Shoemaker. Can I help you? Can I help you with Dr. Craig Shoemaker? Whatever way it is, we're glad you're here sean smith is here with me sean smith is uh my special guest uh an ongoing special guest because of the quarantine uh we are six feet apart right now but uh, practicing the social distancing we decided to do a number of these to hopefully help you during this coronavirus uh, covid19 process that we're all going through so we're going to share some of our experiences and some of our knowledge in the world of personal development and transformation and maybe we can get through this together. That's the objective, Uh, welcome to the show. How do you approach fear? What do you think about fear? What's it about for you? We're all in a lot of it right now or a little of it. There's some modicum of it with everyone because fear is the unknown and many people don't like the unknown. That's That's why it's surprising me you would think they love the indoors because now, <laughs> now, now you're know. now you're locked in. There's no fears. It's, even robbers aren't going to come and get you. You'll cough on them. They'll be gone.
0: That's true. Yeah. I wonder how this is affecting like the the criminal industry. I thought I about mean, genuinely, that. like the drug trade and yeah. prostitution or online dating. Not that that's criminal, but like all these industries that. That obviously thrive on interaction. You know, they Thrive on outside, vice. Yeah, and, this is something that they. Yeah, yes, that's interesting. So
1: it is because when you think about it, though, if you break that down, these aren't people that really care about germs. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, think about it. If you're, you know, doing prostitution, even if you're exchanging drugs, if you're doing the d- d- drugs, you're putting these needles in your arm. You don't know where they've been and where the drugs have been, where they were made. You're not really that health concern. Not a lot of
0: fear right not but, a lot of fear i like how you say if you're doing prostitution <laughs> did i say that
1: yeah. really
0: that's a great way to sergio's going to want to edit that
1: <laughs> what, what what i'm you afraid said, i'm afraid of sergio <laughs> i really am he's our new producer and he's very much on top of us sean about well, staying on topic he's got a timer by well, the way that we're was hear on from topic him. right that it was, was on topic we're, we're yeah but we're
0: going to go all over the place yeah. i can guarantee you <laughs> So, but but your 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 question is actually really fascinating to me. Okay. So when people are in this fear and unknown as you said, yeah. what we tend to do is we try to find the known. And mm. our house should be known, right. right? So it's interesting that the the thing that should provide the certainty and the stability is actually making a lot of people well, go However, crazy.
1: however is that what's go- driving them crazy? I believe it's they're in their house watching television. That's what's giving them the fear. If you just stayed in your house, if someone said, okay, you're not allowed to look at the news. You're just allowed to be in your house and exist, right? And here are the rules. If you go outside of the house, safe distancing, all of that, right? Yeah. If someone told you that, you wouldn't be in that much fear, right? If it's, it's, it's like going to the outside people who are also in fear. Fear is contagious. So if someone shares their fear with you, you catch it many times unless you know how to manage it or deal with it that's where i'm going with this
0: yeah and i think the fear is just hitting us from different angles now i think an an element of this though is even though our house may be the the place that we feel comfortable especially Mm -hmm. those of us that are introverts right until we have to stay there so now i think the stay at home and shelter in place and all that is now infringing on our freedom. Because we want to be able to make our, our choices, right? Yes, so even right. people that are generally homebodies want to make the choice to stay at home rather than so, have to stay at so home. So
1: then you're saying, I guess you're saying that the fear is that our choices are taken away.
0: That's one of the how fears. How many more choices yeah.
1: will be taken away? I'm afraid the now that- fear of having I, our freedoms taken yes, away. Yes, and I yeah. can't go outside, and where how am I going to do this? How am I going to go? What about money? Obviously, that's a big thing, uh, fear of- uh, Fear of financial fear insecurity, of losing. fear of losing,
0: right. yeah. Fear people are, are losing their jobs, they're losing their livelihood, they're losing their connections outside, they're losing the freedoms. So this fear of, and that's pretty much what's at the core of all fear, mm-hmm. is the fear of loss. Yeah. The fear of loss of, of something. I heard something really fascinating a few days ago that one of the reasons why a lot of people are freaking out is because our brains are not used to having two opposing existential fears essentially at the same time. Mm. What I mean by that is in this time, we are simultaneously afraid of being infected by somebody else Mm -hmm. and afraid of infecting other people. Mm -hmm. So it said the human brain is not wired to be predator and prey Mm. at the same time. That's interesting. Right? So now we're like living both sides of the danger coin
1: it's funny though the predator is usually not in fear though the prey would be in fear not the predator
0: in generally yeah if the yeah. predator is going after the prey right but for those of us but that it's a psychological care thing, it's about not... like not hurting others right then that's where this fear is yeah. actually coming from so our whole like foundation is being completely disrupted and here's another interesting piece when something like this happens this not that you know the scale has ever happened in our lifetimes but one of the sources of stability and certainty is science but in this case even the scientists don't Mm. know so we can't even find
1: our ground and our center and our foundation based on people that we empower to uh it would be like our cell phones, if suddenly people didn't know how to, if all of our cell phones went out, now we take it for granted. These are people that invent the cell phones, they're, they do all of the mechanics on the cell phones, and then what if they all went out one day and they didn't have a fix for it? Yeah. We wouldn't even know how to connect with people anymore. The thing- you broke that down. There's so many things, yeah. it, it's, it's a disruption, and we have to go backwards. Here's what I wanted to talk about with fear. It's a
0: disruption without our binkies. Right.
1: So what I wanted to talk about is our default buttons. We get into fear. Everyone has defaults that they go to. How do you deal with your fear? Some people try Like a default behavior? Exactly. Some people conquer their fears. Some people drink through their fears. Some people avoid their fears. Some people are violent through their fears. That's where we have to do- a um a new connect we have to connect to some other way of doing and that's what i would like to offer here because a lot of those will lead to more difficulties mm. more problems and more fears at the end so you've got to get it at the root and one of the root things for me is i always look at fear as false evidence appearing real
0: that's i just the, did a show that's the acronym saying that that's bullshit
1: Oh, oh, that <laughs> oh, real, oh, we're gonna challenge each other now. Sergio will be very upset that we're off, yeah, we're off topic there right, yeah i I believe in that one, and I'll tell yeah. you how it's worked for me. I'll look at the fear and I'll go, okay, what's the evidence that you're drawing here, or how you draw a conclusion based on your evidence? What's the evidence? Is it true? So if you base everything on is it true? Mm-hmm. if you use that mechanism, most of the time, if not all of the time, for me, my formula is, no, it's not true. I make it true based on my perceptions, based on my past, based on what people are feeding me, based on what I'm accepting as truth when it's not the truth. So if you, if you look at something like, uh, well, let's take this fear of, of coronavirus, okay? So I look at that and I go, what's the evidence that's been built up? there are many, many diseases, like millions of diseases and viruses that are within us, right, yeah. that spread. Mm-hmm. We've chosen this one now as this is the high alert one, right? But life has always happened up until this point, right? Up until this sure. point, we've had all of these other viruses and all of these other things, and they, they either go away or they remain or they go dormant and then they come back again, whatever it is, you're powerless over it. But if you get into fear, it's going to be worse. So what's the evidence that you're building up? You're only building it up based on what they're feeding you is this is the one that we have to deal with now. So everything is about that. It's almost like somebody saying to you, we only have to deal with, um, there's been burglaries in our neighborhood.
0: And then everybody focuses on that. And yes. That's what you're saying.
1: And, and everybody focuses on what are we going to do? Okay, now alarm systems come in now we have armed guards (laughs) whatever it is because our neighborhood was burglarized three different times so the fear is it's going to happen to you but is it true that it's going to happen to you
0: and then we create our reality and essentially live inside and all all of our defenses sure because
1: then we go into defense mode Then we become the prey and how are we going to stop the predator
0: yeah yeah, whatever it is, it's, you know, whether you label it fear or what have you, the bottom line is we're all having our own experience right. of the world. And I actually heard something recently that says what we physically see with our eyeballs mm-hmm. has about 10%, I think. I'm, I'm sure the number is not exactly correct, but like 10% of what we see is based on what actually goes into our eyes, meaning like what the, the, the mm. sensory that we get. Everything else, even with visual, is determined by our past experiences. It's determined by the triggers that we have and the traumas that we have and the fears that we have and all the other things that we've seen kind of like this before, and our brain mm-hmm. is just so quick to put all of our senses into a bucket it's that Same with listening before. Listening so is listening, even more if so. they're
1: listening to the podcast, and Sergio's listening, our producer, He's hearing something based on all of those other things from his life. If you were in a room right now with uh, three people, and they're looking at you like I'm looking at you now, it's just us. Every one of them sees... Three different... They all have three a completely different... different yeah. Someone might go, oh, my God, he's a Nazi. <laughs> right. Know? I mean... Right. If, if you might look like uh, you know, somebody, a Nazi they saw on television or...
0: somebody's been traumatized by a bald white dude before, yeah. then... I'm going to be a bad guy, Exactly. at least initially. And I think one of the things that's really important in this conversation that can actually create more connection than dissension is if we realize that we are all just a collection of past experiences, trying to navigate through the world, you know, the best we can based on all the things that we've are bringing to this moment from the past, then I think it would actually be easier for us to see more sameness yeah, exactly. rather than difference so well, you have got ta- all your traumas right. i've got mine the difference is in the details but the fact that your traumas are causing you to see that door the way you see it and i see it a different way right like if we can see the process of humanity then i think we can actually see a lot more sameness in each other and then not be so frustrated by or threatened by or Angered by all the differences that we see in society. I I did
1: a zoom speech yesterday and I was talking and I said look for the similarities Not the differences if people approached this podcast our conversation anything that they're hearing Look for the similarities not the differences. You might hear things That perhaps you were meant to hear that had been blocked before because you look for the differences. And if you just set it like that, mm. if that's your framework that you're coming from, you go. Wait a minute, I'm going to shift over to that, which is out of fear, by the way. That's out of fear, and you're into solution. If you just have that, if you say, okay, I'm look for the similarities. That's out of fear. Then you're 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 into your strength
0: that way. I'm Sameness look, is one of the ways exactly. to dissolve fear. Exactly, we're, we're that's one of the ways. We're more afraid of what's different than us. And one of sure. the other
1: ways I was saying before is identify what's true and what's not, mm-hmm. and that really helps. What's and absolutely we still got to argue true. about that. Okay, well, go well, yeah. argue with me. I say, so, <laughs> I say that most of the time the fear is not real. It's all based on something from the past that becomes mm-hmm. true. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy sometimes. So, in this case, tell me how that is different for you. Yeah. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at these things in it from, through a different lens because I keep looking for truth. Is it true that this many people died from coronavirus? Yes, that's true. Is it true that people have died from many, many things all during this time? Definitely true. So
0: it depends Is what it true that you need to live in fear? Over that's, those things. That's where If someone died in a ski accident today,
1: two minutes ago, someone died in a ski accident. Do I focus on that ski accident? You know, or maybe it's a bad analogy, but hmm. if somebody died of an infectious disease right this moment, they just did. Right. Yeah. If was like on, if that seconds. was put on. If that was put on the news continually. Sure. I would be afraid of whatever that would be. Yeah. So it's not like I deny the coronavirus exists or deny the impact of it or deny the virus or deny the science of it or deny the, that's not the case or, or also not take their precautions that they're offering. Right. They're saying we have a solution. We're not quite sure what it is. We don't have a vaccine yet. But in the meantime, all of these things exist. So I kind of tra- take my life that way consistently No matter what the situation is, is I look for what's true, what's around me, what can I control, what can I do in my own environment to make sure that I have enough defense mechanisms, if I have a good immune system. If I build these things personally, then I'm personally responsible for just that.
0: I think that's the, the those those two words, personal responsibility. I think that's what you're getting at. You're yes. getting at how am I experiencing right the threat right and that could be the threat not that the threat COVID, doesn't exist right the threat of yeah uh, global warming the threat of politics the threat of exactly. violence right. how am I experiencing that so there are a lot of people out there right now that aren't living in a state of fear maybe some people would say they're actually being super careless but careless in denial yeah right but they're they're essentially getting this or they have access to the same programs that we have and the same facts and whatever and they're just either denying it or just not experiencing it a different way and I think that's the individual uh, perspective that we all have and it is a function of what you put in so you said if you listen to 24 hours of news and it's talking about death 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 which it
1: is these days
0: right you're going to have a different experience than if you just you know watch 24 hours of disney princess movies right <laughs> at the end of the 24 hours you're going to be experiencing life different there was a conversation that i had in well, my office that many
1: disney movies i would want my own death
0: yeah you might
1: yeah, I, that's princess movies yeah i've, I've, I've seen enough already <laughs> i have a six-year-old girl who is a little princess and mermaid and fairy yes so yeah i i i think i'll take the news at this point no i'm kidding what do you I would what, take the princesses i like olaf by the way i was you know gonna who ask olaf who
0: you're uh yeah olaf of course, very yeah, funny yeah. very yeah.
1: funny i and there's another way to deal with your fears right is you can have funny it, yeah go for the funny go for the humor because that's a good way of dealing with it people think it's like ignoring you're not ignoring that's just like praying. That's just like meditating. It's another methodology to get over your fears. The fears will yeah. do you no good purpose. That's what I'm trying to say. It serves no good purpose. And it's a different word than
0: caution. I mean, I don't I and don't It's a
1: different word than awareness. They're different words.
0: I don't co-sign on that fear <laughs> serves no good purpose. I think we do have fears that that can serve a purpose. I think it's how do Tell we me use where? the fear? I just did a wrap it up because I know I know Sergio once. Yeah, I just (laughs) did a video today talking about the story of when I got hit by a car when I was 13 years old. Yeah. And I had this premonition, I guess, in the hospital that night. And I imagined myself on my deathbed as a very old man looking back on my life. And in this vision, I hadn't lived the life that I wanted to live. I was on drugs, I was in gangs, I was you know, just messing up. And this voice said, what would life have been like had you not done those things? Had you not gone off track, had you not done this? Mm-hmm. And then the last question is what really hit me in the gut. Who could you have become? Mm-hmm. That was 33 years ago and my fear of that regret is something that I live by really every single day. So it's still a fear. I get the essence of what you're saying. But I don't I do think you think, do. But I, I do think, think, think do. fears can be used positively. Okay, now we're into semantics and we'll
1: close it out by saying this. It is a semantics issue because to me that's awareness. You became aware. If you were hit by a car, mm-hmm. I thought that's where you were going with this. I was. Okay, you were hit by a car. Yeah. You are now aware of you should look both ways and you take all those precautions, right? Mm-hmm. This goes for coronavirus, this goes for everything. You're aware but still of based
0: it. on a fear like it's a fear hold of on, death hold on a second. yeah
1: Oh okay, if you want to break it down like that, if you break it down like that. right But if you have an awareness, you will then take the precautions and you will walk slowly and confidently and have an understanding and all of those things that help us through life. to me right. the fear paralyzes you to not be in those conditions of a good foundation of serenity where you can take the proper steps and you can take the purposeful steps and that's why i say it doesn't serve a purpose i think where you're getting at is the response
0: which is really what you're saying is a
1: response
0: it could be yeah yeah or you can have a fear and respond in an appropriate way like you're saying what you said is awareness right so i clearly have a fear of death i i still to this day have a fear of bicycle lanes because that's where i got hit by a car. Okay. And so in if i'm riding my bike and i'm really tensed up, then i'm not responding to that fear. You said it exactly the way, way i'm trying to frame yeah, it. It's, we tense up and we don't become our true selves.
1: And that's right. why i'm saying it serves no good purpose if you stay in the fear. Right. If you get into awareness, you will, that will guide you. That's the message of today. Be aware. Yeah. Can we argue really, on the
0: next episode?
1: Okay, we'll carry that over okay, because you have a problem with me saying false <laughs> evidence appearing real. So we're going to cover that in the next episode. This has been Can I Help You with Doctor Craig Shoemaker with special co-host Sean Smith. You can uh, he's a MVP coaching. You should look him up and uh, uh, look us both up. We should do some duo coaching. That would be really cool, right? That would be cool. All right, let me get out of yeah. here. We're gonna. We're, <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time. Make sure you do all that stuff and. So, yeah, say hello to us and all. <laughs> Give us some feedback. All right, feedback. See you next time. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you got something out of it. Please share this with a friend if you can. Review us on Apple Podcast. You can always reach us on Instagram at Can I Help You Podcast, Twitter at Can I Help You Pod, and Facebook on my fan page. You can reach me personally on Instagram official Craig Shoemaker, Twitter at the Love Master, and the Facebook group, Craig Shoemaker Presents. For tour dates and all else, sign up for my shoes letter. Go to craigshoemaker.com. Today's podcast was edited by Sergio Navoa.